what does CBD have to do with arousal and sex? Stay tuned to find out. This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. Well, hello there, everyone. I'm so glad today because I have Mr. Justin Benson all the way from California. He is the founder and the owner of Miracle Plant CBD. This is not your typical CBD. I'm excited to have him in here because he has a unique blend that I want you to know about because it's going to make a lot of difference in how you use it. It's going to make a lot of difference in your sex life. And we're going to discuss about that today. So welcome, Justin. Yeah, so happy to be here. So happy to get excited and so uh, excited to share what I know about this miracle plant with your audience. Wonderful. So when I first met Justin in a circle at our coaching program, I know that he was a CBD guy, but I did not know how well that worked. And after our conversation, he sent me some samples. And at that day that I received it, I happened to have some rotator cuff pain, which is shoulder pain. And I rub it on my shoulder and it was a major relief. And I didn't have to take any ibuprofen or Tylenol that day. So with having said that, I noticed on the bottle, it says raw CBD. What does that mean, raw CBD versus the typical CBD you get over the counter? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And that is really the biggest difference why our products work so well for you and for so many others is because the plant makes these things called cannabinoids. And the cannabinoids that we mostly know about are THC, which comes from the marijuana strain of the cannabis plant, and CBD, which comes from the hemp strain of the cannabis plant. Well, CBDA, and the A is the acidic, that stands for acid, is what the plant makes. So the plant actually makes a different compound called CBDA. Well, we only knew how to extract cannabinoids like CBD and THC by burning it. So if you actually, you know, saw the movie Up in Smoke with Cheech and Chong and the cop pulls him over and Tommy Chong eats all the marijuana and then he goes on like this acid trip, well, that's actually wrong. If you eat raw marijuana, you will not get high. You literally have to put fire to burn the A, the acidic precursor, off to turn THC into a psychoactive properties, which is called THC Delta-9. Well, what happened was when everyone discovered CBD way back when, eight years ago, really, in our country, we were making it the same way. We were burning the CBDA and converting it to CBD, which works great if you want to get high and you've got a marijuana plant. But if you have hemp and you want to get healthy, you should be eating the plant, rubbing the plant on just as nature made it, which is what we discovered when we were looking to heal my son from a severe neurological diagnosis when he was a healthy young boy. And then all of a sudden he developed severe autism. And then we found the research through Dr. William Courtney and many other experts like Dr. Raphael Mishulam that when you keep the plant raw, like it was intended, our bodies know how to use it, how to absorb it holistically. 
And that's why it's up to a thousand times stronger scientifically proven. So that's the 411 on CBDA and the miracle plan. Wow. So what is the structure of hemp different than the marijuana plant? It's a lot of confusion about that. So look, it's all cannabis. Cannabis is the name of the plant. They look the same. The only difference is, is the genetics. And in our country, if anything has more than 0.3% THC, if it has more than that, it's considered marijuana. If it has less than 0.3% THC, the cannabis plant, it's considered in our country hemp. So they're both cannabis. It's just a matter of does it have THC, a lot of THC in it. In our country, we call it marijuana which is actually a Mexican slang term they developed in the 1930s when they passed the Marijuana Tax Act and developed the movie Reefer Madness to scare people mm. into not understanding this beautiful plant. In fact, the American Medical Association in 1936 wrote 3.4 million prescriptions for cannabis oil for things like pain and headaches. They passed the Marijuana Tax Act in 1937. The doctors from the American Medical Association went to Congress and said, how dare you? What did you do? You just took away one of our most powerful tools to help our patients without even consulting with us. But in 2018, they passed the Farm Bill, which allowed it to be grown legally again, just like it was in colonial days, just like it was with George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. In fact, it was such an important plant in the founding of our country that every farmer in those colonial days was forced by law to at least grow one acre of hemp because of its so many uses, including medicine, food, you can use it for textiles, building, batteries, plastic, you name it. It's just, just such a versatile plant. So again, we got lucky because we were looking for a miracle for my son and we just kept it raw. And we always say, if you want to get healthy, eat it. And that's the real trick with this miracle plant. Keep it the way Mother Nature intended. I like the way how you explain it. So they look the same. It's just the amount of THC that is in the plant that qualifies it as CBD or as marijuana. Is that correct? Yeah, either hemp, CBD comes from hemp and THC comes from marijuana. They're both cannabis plants. It's like dogs. There's German Shepherds and there's Labradors. They're both dogs, but they're very different. And it really the defining difference is marijuana has THC, hemp has CBD. Gotcha. And how did the CBD, the raw CBD, help with your son? So again, he was a very healthy, happy kid. And after a routine checkup, he lost his language. He lost his ability to speak. He kind of went into his own world. His body was really toxic. And so it started, wasn't able to detoxify. So we had to figure out how could we get his body healthy again? And so what we figured out was obviously food, diet, nutrition is so important. The American diet is the most toxic in the world. In fact, 80 other countries won't allow the foods that we eat. Wow. Things like Gatorade and things of that nature aren't allowed in other countries. And so we cleaned up his diet. We took a food allergy test from a company called Vitality Analysis mm -hmm. out of Canada. And we realized what his body was receptive to, got rid of the gluten, the dairy, the processed foods, the refined sugars, you know, all the stuff you can't pronounce on a label. Mm -hmm. And so once we did that, we got his autism from severe down to moderate diagnosis so we could begin to teach him to talk again and, and engage with the world and make eye contact with people. But we weren't quite there. And so that's when I came across, I, I knew that there had to be more out there. I was at a lunch with a buddy of mine who was a cannabis tumor. And we were talking and he had a doctor friend, Dr. Preston, that wanted him to help grow some CBD for a CBD pen. And at the time I was like, what's a CBD pen? This is like eight years ago. 
Is it like a Seinfeld pen that writes upside down? I don't know. What are you talking about? He goes, no, it's a pen, like a roller that you would roll on where the pain is. And so I did. I said, well, why is he asking you about that? He goes, well, hemp is the kind of cannabis that I can grow for him and we can make it for him. So what do we do when we first hear about something? We go to Google and we type it in. And that's when I found out that CBD, when you scroll down, was helping children eliminate and drastically reduce seizures and epilepsy. And this came from Dr. Raphael Mishulam in the 1970s. And there's many, many studies showing it. And then many people have heard of uh, Charlotte Figge and her mom, Paige Figge, which they named the strange Charlotte's Web after because it helped them so much. So I figured, hey, if it's helping children with a neurological issue, like seizures, mm -hmm. maybe by the grace of God, it could help my son with his neurological issue like autism. At the time, there was no real studies or research, but I'm his only father. So I decided I needed to do what I needed to do. I tried the marketplace. There wasn't anything out there that really worked. So I was a cannabis farmer myself. And so I decided, well, I'll grow some hemp myself in my backyard. I grew it. We were at a pumpkin patch and my son was having a tantrum. He was hiding under the bench, had both hands over his ears, screaming and kicking, social overwhelm. And I handed a tincture to my wife and I said, hey, why don't you give him some of this that we made this morning from the hemp? And lo and behold, she gave it to him. And 30 seconds later, he snapped out of it, ran off to go pick a pumpkin with his sister. All of the family was there, the aunts, the uncles, the grandparents. They were like, what was that? What did you give him? And that was the raw hemp. And so we're happy to say he's no longer has the diagnosis of autism. Uh, he's a healthy, happy kid, he excels in academics, music, athletics. And so our gift was to pay it forward and teach people about this miracle plant to eat it, to consume it in the raw form. And uh, when they passed the farm bill in 2018, that's when everything went crazy. And everybody came after us and they, everybody wanted it. We couldn't keep it on the shelves. And things were going great. We were opening up stores all over the country, all over the world. And then this thing happened in March of 2020, which shifted everything for us. And so everybody started to get conditioned how to buy things online. And we had to figure out how to sell our products online and that's when I met Russell and, and joined his inner circle and picked him to be my mentor. And that's how we met. And that's where it leads us to this conversation right, right. now. Well, that is so wonderful that your son had such a great response to the raw CBD. Now, does he need continuously to take it on a daily basis or was it a one-time thing and he's good? Is it a, he require a maintenance dose? So basically it's like he's 11 now. Back then he was three. And so we basically, we make a freshly organic juice for him. We make it every morning for morning and afternoon. And that's how he gets all of his vitamins and nutrition. The rest of the family drinks it too. And so basically we're, instead of just, we use kale and carrots and celery and apples and oranges, all organic. And then we add in some CBD oil and which is just pressed, cold pressed juice. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And so he still gets it every day because why wouldn't you? I drink it every day, my wife, my other four kids, because it's like going to the gym and working out or eating fruits and vegetables every day. It's a dietary essential, really, for everybody, not just myself. Gotcha. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I uh, Justin gave me some and I tried the Boostec Blackberry Cobbler oils. And you can tell my voice is a little hoarser than normal. I had a cold and I put this raw right into my mouth and... It was an interesting taste. <laughs> the instructions said, hold it for five minutes. I don't think I held it for 30 yeah. seconds and I swallow it right away. But definitely putting it for what you're saying, like an antioxidant smoothie. All these vegetables and antioxidant fruits in it will actually accentuate the effect of it because we know 
that CBD has many beneficial effects of it. And I've been using CBD since its first inception and when it first came out for pain relief, as well as for sleep and anxiety. But talk to us about how does CBD help in so many medicinal ways? Well, again, so it's kind of like a cheat code. So like a lot of us, we want to lose 10 or 15 pounds. So we want to go to the gym once and lose the weight or go on we're on once. And wouldn't that be great? And so, and obviously we've been conditioned in this world to take a pill and it's going to solve our problems. Well, that's not how the body works. So what hemp is, is it's really the superfood of superfoods. It has the perfect balance of amino acids, of fatty acids. It's got all of these 513 plant constituents. But these cannabinoids like CBD or CBDA, our body has what's called an endocannabinoid system. And in that endocannabinoid system in our body, it actually balances all of the nine major systems like circulatory and skeletal and hormonal. It balances all those. So it's kind of the puppet master. So what happens is when you take good, wholesome, whole plant, raw hemp, it helps balance the main system, which balances the other one. So whatever issue that you're having, whether it's inflammation, pain, stress, sleep, autoimmune, that's a big one. Cancer, Parkinson's, we've seen it all. You're supplementing your endocannabinoid system. Now, we can get cannabinoids in things like kale and broccoli. It's in human breast milk. Uh, it was only discovered in 1991, so it's very new. Many, many doctors have no idea about it. They weren't trained about it in medical school. A lot of doctors out here in California, we do some trainings and we will go to their offices and, and teach them about this. You can join conferences like CanMed, where Dr. Raphael Mishulam speaks and Dr. Ethan Russo and these people that have spent decades studying this plant and showing how it can actually help. But again, why it works for so many things is because it balances our body. You can find homeostasis through eating right, sleeping, water, exercise, mindfulness. That is what this plant does is set our body up for homeostasis or balance. And when the body's in balance, it can heal itself. You can do the things that it needs to do, circulatory or whatever it is. And that's why when you get good hemp, good raw hemp, CBDA, that's why you, you see these incredible stories that we get to share. Because I also have a podcast as well called Miracle Plant Podcast. And I have people come on and tell their stories from fibromyalgia, neuropathy, you name it, rheumatoid arthritis, and how taking this plant helps get rid of the pain, helps solve the problem, not just trick the brain to not feel the pain, but actually reduces the inflammation at the point of contact when it's true raw whole plant hemp. And a lot of what happens with a lot of people is they'll take it and they'll be like, oh my gosh, this stuff works. So they, and it opens up Pandora's box to say, well, what else could I do? Could I maybe eat a salad instead of a cheeseburger? Could I go for a walk instead of watch Netflix? And it really kind of helps people take control of their health. It shows people there's a way. You don't have to go get a white pill and play the gerbil game or the guinea pig game. And you can take control of your health. What's better for you, a vitamin C supplement or a fresh organic orange? Well, the fresh organic orange is better for you because our bodies know what to do with plants and organic juices. Whereas when you're taking supplements that are pills, you know, the absorption rate won't nearly be as high. And that's the same thing that holds true for CBD. If you're consuming a plant that's cold pressed like juice, your body knows exactly what to do with all the enzymes, exactly what to do with everything. If you're taking an isolated CBD that's cooked down to white powder, like a mm. pill, which is what a lot of crap's out there, your body doesn't really know what to do with it. And that's why so many people have tried CBD said, eh, I didn't really notice the difference. Eh, I don't really think it works. It's because you took an isolated cooked down white powdered version, the pharmaceutical model, 
versus just eating the plant like it was meant to be. We have traces of us as humans, the human race, being with this plant for 30,000 years. We have 8,000 years of documented medical research dating back to the Oriental medical handbooks on this plant. It is meant for us to use and I'm just so happy to share it with your audience and see how it can help them in your specialty. Right. So I wanted to kind of dive into that. And you mentioned that. So there are various different type of TBD out there. You get overwhelmed. You don't know which one to pick. And I myself, too, have been approached to multiple vendors. And theirs is the best. And I tried Charlotte Webb. I tried TBD Clinic. And I tried several. And you said that yours is in its raw form. And the others are more processed. So how does this consumer make an informed decision on choosing a good CBD product? That's a great question. Again, you can look at the reviews. And unfortunately, a lot of reviews these days are paid for. But sometimes it just comes down to trying it for yourself, asking your neighbor, asking your health practitioner like yourself, someone who has expertise, doing your own homework. I know that there's a lot of different products that are out there. Like I would implore you to do, some of it's philosophical. Like, what do you think is the best thing for your body? A whole plant, cold pressed version of CBD from hemp, from like ours, or something that's been heated, cooked, used solvents, pulled apart, broken down to a single molecule. And they call it full spectrum is, is a term they use. Well, when I think of full spectrum, I think of a full spectrum of light. It's every color of light where they can call full spectrum on the marketplace CBD full spectrum. And it might have a little bit of CBD and it might have a little bit of CBG. So it's not really a term that's regulated by the FDA. And the FDA is dragging their feet on purpose because they do not want to regulate CBD because the people that make the FDA tick, Big Pharma, who has all of the commissioners from formerly the head of FDA, do not want this plant easily available to everybody because it would mess up trillions of dollars. Because you imagine a plant that you can literally grow in your backyard like tomatoes, mm -hmm. which we teach people how to grow, would help with pain, stress, sleep, with no side effects. What would happen to those poor big pharmaceutical They companies? wouldn't like it at all. <laughs> Their stocks would plummet. Yeah. They would be by the fourth house or the third plane. So that's why they're influencing the FDA not to pass any regulation even though it's completely legal, as legal as apples. And we regulate it within the USDA within each state. But again, Big Pharma is trying to take control of the cannabinoids. They have one that's out there right now called, it's a CBD isolate, cooked white powdered junk. Guess how much it costs to be on CBD white powdered isolate? That doesn't uh, work as well, right? <laughs> it costs $32,500 to be on a cooked isolate version called Epidiolix made by GW Pharma. That is why the FDA won't regulate CBD for you to get access to it. That's why it's so confusing to you because Big Pharma can sell you a pill made of CBD isolate, white powdered junk for $32,500 a year to help children with epilepsy. Or you could go to our YouTube channel or reach out to me and I'll show you how to grow it in your backyard for about 10 bucks. What do you think? Why do you think the FDA hasn't given us a clear regulation? Uh, it has been legal the last five going on six absolutely. years. Absolutely. And what is your YouTube channel so they can reach out to you and learn how to grow that? Check out 101 CBD is the easiest one. That's like the highway 101 CBD out here. You'll see some videos out there that we've 
put on there. It's really, really easy. It's actually really fun to grow cannabis. If you're in a cold climate, four seasons, it's best to plant it with your cucumbers and your tomatoes in the spring. And it might take a couple seasons for you to get it. Don't have a green thumb. Obviously, you can order products from companies like ours that have cold-pressed raw whole plant CBDA. Wonderful. So we covered that. So let's kind of cover how does CBD help with sexual arousal at this point? And I can see many ways what it it will do that, but let's just kind of cover on like many aspects and how using CBD can help with your sexual activity. Well, again, because it's balancing all of the major systems, including circular vascular system, getting balance in homeostasis, that's the first thing that's going to do. So if your blood is not flowing correctly, if blockages, if they're hello, if there are things out there that are not flowing correctly, then it's going to help with that. So that's the first thing that it will be doing is making sure that your cardiovascular, your circular systems are working correctly. So that's the very first thing that it'll be doing. The next thing that it'll be doing is making sure that your hormones are balanced, whether it's testosterone or estrogen. In a lot of people that have these issues with Hashimoto or with their thyroids and things like that, it's an imbalance of hormones. Well, if if you're supplementing your endocannabinoid system, remember the puppet master that's balancing all the other systems, it's going to make sure your hormones are balanced. So if your hormones are balanced and your blood's flowing right, hey, what else do you really want or do you need when it comes to making sure that you're sexually working? Everything's working the way it's supposed to. Right. So it's all about blood flow, going from the heart to below the belt and then optimizing your hormone level. But one thing to also is help with anxiety, the performance anxiety. It helps you feel more calm yeah. and that the brain is a larger sexual organ. When the brain is in a calmer state, everything else flows smoothly. And working in this field for the last decade and a half, we know that the brain controls everything. I have worked with men that we restore their functionality, they're able to get erection, they're able to function, but yet they cannot. It's because they get stuck up here and thinking about they have to perform, they have to be 100%, they stress about it, and when they start stressing about it and start thinking about it in their thought, it hinders the neurotransmitters from their brain and sending messages eventually down to the heart and down to the sexual organ. So that's where I see how CBD can really help because it does help with relaxation and sleep and anxiety. So having said that, is the dosage different if you were going to use it for sexual purposes versus for pain purposes? And I assume it would be in the oil form. If you're looking for something for the brain, so again, Remember, that's what helped my son. It was neurological. It helps our body find homeostasis. It's a neuroregenerative. It's a neuroprotectant. So it literally will help rewire the brain. So if you're having performance issues or you're having mental blocks or you know self-limiting beliefs, it will actually help calm the brain. I call it popcorn brain, right? We all have these phones in our pockets and news media and, and the holidays are coming up and we've got traffic and we've got a to-do list and we've got the kids and But this is like the lives that we live are so stressful that there's only so much. The brain can only focus on seven things at once. And that's why phone numbers were originally seven numbers. So if you are getting overwhelmed, then that's what I call popcorn brain. Well, if you take a raw plant, whole plant CBD under the tongue for at least five minutes, it goes into your sublingual glands, into your blood system, goes up to your brain. Your brain has what's called CB1 receptors. And then it notices everything's going popcorn brain. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like the 
it's temperature inside your house has gotten up to 90 degrees, but the CB1 receptors drink it in and they say, all right, we need to get this brain down to 72 degrees, get it back to that homeostasis or balance. So absolutely, it's going to help with that calming anxiety and get you focused on the task at hand. Right. Absolutely. And having said that, you have two great products here, the oil and then the topical. When do you use uh, what and for what indication here? Yeah, so definitely you want to use the oil on a daily basis. I mean, you don't have to use it every day, but if you're looking to get better, you know, cardiovascular, if you're looking to get better hormonal balance, if you're looking for more of a overall calming effect or focused effect for the brain, the Boost X sublingual oil is the way to go. Twice a day, half a dropper to a full dropper under the tongue for five minutes. And then for the cream, or if you're using it for a lubricant or if you're using it for a stimulant, obviously when you're about to uh, perform would be the time to apply that. Right. And actually, Justin advised me to use it as an intimate oil with this. And I do find it very similar to having a little menthol there. And menthol, we know that it increases blood flow and CBD do increase blood flow. So for men and women, you need blood flow down there it, because blood flow will increase your sensitivity, will increase, engorges the organs, right? So that's what it does. It increases blood flow. So that's why I was excited to try it out. And it does have a little menthol the smell of it. It's, it's a very distinct smell. I don't know how to describe it. Well, a lot of it's hemp. So a lot of it's hemp. And so you're looking at lots of different products in there. But for example, there's mango butter, rose hip oil, argan, jojoba. There's rice bran, sea buckhorn, frankincense, turmeric. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in there. Oh, but a lot of nice natural flavor. And what I like about what you said is in this raw form. So it's not being processed at all. It's almost like taking CBD and organic. In, in its original organic form, which is how the body will recognize the process. I typically like the oil because it bypasses the liver. Uh, if you put it under your tongue, it just goes straight to your bloodstream and bypasses the liver, bypasses the gut versus taking as a capsule. Then your stomach has to dissolve and then it goes to the liver and then it goes to your bloodstream. But my favorite is the topical because it's local induced. Now, I noticed that your CBD is quite potent because in this bottle itself, it has 500 milligrams of CBD in here. And that's hard to find. Sometimes most of the topical you find about 250, 300 milligrams. How are you able to get such a high concentrate in here? Well, we have even stronger stuff. I mean, for people that are battling cancer or really strong, we have 6,400 milligrams. Wow. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, again, it's because it is concentrated. It comes out when you press the plant, cold press it like juicing. It comes out like a raw honey. And so that raw honey is very, very concentrated. And so, yeah, we could make it stronger and stronger. The roll-ons, which have the menthol in it, they are 1,250 milligrams. You know, it's very, very powerful because it's raw. And like I said, raw CBDA, like the plant makes, scientifically proven up to a thousand times stronger than that CBD isolate junk. And so, like, we don't even need it to have that much, but we want to make sure people notice it and get the, the relief. How long does it take from the raw form, the cold compress, to actually getting into a bottle or an oil? How long does that process take? A couple of days. A couple of days? Yep. So we process it. You know, we usually, out here in California, we do two or three harvests a year. 
whereas other places only do one a year. And so after we harvest it, we'll process it, turn it into honey and store it. And then we use it as, you know, until it runs out and then the next crop comes through and then we do the same thing all over again. Wow. Is there a regulatory standard you have to go by when growing the hemp? Big time. It's the most overregulated produce on the planet. You have to jump through so many hoops. Again, it's because people are so confused. They think that all of us hemp farmers, we just want to grow a bunch of pot. And it's not the case. George Washington grew hemp. Thomas Jefferson said it's a matter of national security. <laughs> hemp is a matter of national security because you can use it for so many things. In fact, people don't even know we used to use gunpowder that came from an Asian. We brought gunpowder in from Asia to beat the British. And it was from hemp seed powder was where the gunpowder came from. So again, it's part of our culture. It's part of our history. And we just need to try this plant. Like my goal is for people to think about hemp like they think about aloe vera. Like we think about aloe vera and you see the plant and you crack it in half, you rub it on your sunburn, right? No one's mad about that. Well, the same thing holds true for hemp. You grab the plant, you pull it off the plant, you rub it on your arm when it hurts. And the pain and inflammation goes away. I love how you make that analogy because it's the same thing I would say about thinking about sexuality. It's something that's so innate to us, but yet it's so uncomfortable to talk about it. But we don't talk about it, but we all love to talk about it. We all enjoy it. So, you know, let's bring it out in the open and just parent about it. So having said that, how do our listener get a hold of the miracle plant, topical and the oil? Well, the easiest place to go would be to go to like 101, so 101hemp.org, and uh, you'll see all the products that are there, 101hemp.org. And we could give them even a special promo code if you want. We can give them like an extra 20% off if they type in and uh, 20, and so they can get an extra 20% off as well, and they can get whatever they want. Or if you have a special link, I think you signed up as a brand ambassador, you can also put a special link in your show notes and they can go there too. Uh, wonderful. I would love that. And having said that, thank you for being here today and educating us about CBD and the unique product that you have, Justin. And I'm much appreciative of you spending your time here. I know that you're a busy guy doing many, many other things and being here with me, I'm much appreciative. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. And I hope your audience learned something and have a happy holiday. And I look forward to hanging out soon in, in either Boise, Idaho or Mexico. That will be coming up soon. Thanks a lot. Are you struggling and frustrated in finding a solution for ED? Well, I have just the thing for you. It's called the Modern Man Club, led by yours truly, Dr. Ann. Together, we're redefining male sexuality and embracing a holistic approach to overcoming ED without medication or surgery. I will provide a protective environment for a community and proven strategy to overcoming ED. It is a safe place, expert coaching by me and my team. We provide holistic approach to overcoming ED and an empowering community of men with ED supporting one another and lots and lots of educational resources. Visit mensexualityclub.com at the link here on my right and connect with us and reclaim control over your sexual health. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. 
If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time.